Okay, this is my normal talking <laughs> position. They always want me to bring it closer to my mouth. You know, men always say that to me. How's that, Clem? How's that? Is that working for you? This, this is going to be an X-rated. We're going to get the explicit label for this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we are, ready for our next podcast. Couple of dusty muffins. God, that, that name still cracks me up. It cracks up everybody. I know, I know. It's funny. It's funny. I'm Julie Blacklow with the incorrigible, wonderful Penny Legate. Hey, thank you, dear. And we have, speaking of incorrigible and wonderful, you're going to love our, our special guest today. She's a woman whose voice and name will be familiar to a lot of Seattle radio listeners. She was on the Charlie and Ty show for many years on Cube Radio. She was also a sidekick to Ichabod Kane on KMPS Radio and Country Music. And she's just been around forever, a fixture in the Seattle world of broadcasting. Although our broadcasting years went behind us a bit now, uh, Mary, or have gone behind us, you and I have managed to stay in touch all these years. I'm just so happy to welcome you today because you're a woman who was sexy, smart, and a survivor. Yeah. Done a great job of reinventing yourself. Mary White, ladies and gentlemen. Mary White. Yay. 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 Oh, the crowd goes wild. Oh, yeah, absolutely. One in a million. What a character. Take it away, Penny. What's your first question? Well, Mary, I don't I don't even know where to start with you. Um <laughs> You know, so many people say that. I don't understand. I know. This is, by the way, this is going to be a sex, drugs, and rock and roll podcast. Yeah. And if you don't like that, then you tune out now. Well, at least the sex and drugs, for sure. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So, Mary, um, yes. <laughs> you had a health concern that really radically changed your life. Go back to that uh, event in your life and tell us what happened. Ooh, well, let's see. I think it was 2008. And I got a hip replacement because, you know, parts wear out, but it didn't go well. And I was left with some permanent nerve damage. And I ended up eventually like on disability and, you know, on a cane, which trust me, ain't fun and it ain't sexy. <laughs> and it got weirder and weirder, you know, and after I left radio at the end of 2011, there I was, you know, I was planning on cooking anyway. I was doing some of that, but mm -hmm. I was in constant pain. And I was taking, you've heard this story before, but handfuls of pills, handfuls every day, right? Just to keep going. But of course, the issue is that you always need more pills and you don't get better. And I really needed and wanted to get better. What were you taking, Mary? Just tell us, were they, were they opioids? What were you taking? Codeine, gabapentin, flexoril, mm -hmm. Xanax, and Vicodin. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, and so I, I just got tired of it and I was turning into kind of one of those people who might look yeah. in your in your, you know, cabinet in your bathroom. Yeah, no kidding. And I, and I went, no, I don't, I don't want to I don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. So I had always thought cannabis was like, oh, you know, you smoke some at a party and you mm -hmm. get stupid or whatever. And it was never <laughs> like I didn't do a lot of it. It was just kind of something you did. <laughs> but here in Washington, medical cannabis was legal. And I'm like, well, shit, maybe I'll try that. Well, I ate half a cookie and I had no pain. It was like a miracle from God and Jesus at the same time. Wow. So I started to learn about it and I started to, you know, figure out how to use it as medicine because it isn't about getting high, even though that's fun and it's a delightful side effect. It's really about getting well. What I've learned with cannabis is that it isn't about, like I say, not about getting high. It's about using just enough so that you regain homeostasis. Your body gets back 
in balance. And so now I'm just like, I'm 19 again, <laughs> only a little bit smarter. And it's been almost like a, a rebirth, which is corny, but no, I don't think true, it's corny. You know? I think it's life changing. I think it's miraculous. Yeah. It is like being born again. Yeah. And you got rid of your pain. Yep. Gave up all those drugs. That cocktail was making you probably sicker. Yep. Giving you a new kind of illness. Yeah. Through an addiction that was not helping you at all. Right. This is an amazing discovery. Yeah. So it took you, it, it then launched you onto a whole new path. Right. And I was teaching cooking at the time. So I started learning about cannabis medicine and then mm -hmm. I started teaching cannabis cooking. It's not like uh, marijuana brownies or anything. We're not just talking that. Even though those can be medicine too. Right. But I'm, I'm more about, you know, how can you take a little bit of something with you, you know, like ketchup or salad dressing or, mm -hmm. you know, a small cracker, stuff like that. So I've, I was been studying your cookbook and I have to say, I've always been reticent. I, you know, I went to college in the 60s. I'm older than you a bit, but I went to college in the 60s. When I would smoke a few times, mm -hmm. it made me paranoid. Oh, yeah. And yeah. so I had a bad reaction, probably too much THC. And that's the chemical in marijuana that can alter, really have some bad side effects for people. Yeah. And, and a lot of people have had that that experience where, you know, years ago they tried it and they got, you know, they felt anxious or something like that. And what I say to that is, first of all, we know lots more now than we did back in the olden days, right? And yes. people like you that, that are kind of, you know, up here. <laughs> That's me. High vibration. <laughs> right? right. My son right. is like that too. For you, mm -hmm. you would want a cultivar that was low in THC and high in some of the other cannabinoids. The issue is people get hung up on THC or CBD, and that's mm -hmm. bullshit, okay? Bullshit. We can say yeah. that because we're not monitored by the FCC. Yes, we can. Yes, yes we Okay, can. so what's the difference? Well, okay. Can you explain what you just said? In the plant, and you guys were talking about like natural medicine, right? So it isn't like taking a pill. You have to try it and see how you feel. So in the cannabis plant, and we say cannabis, not marijuana, in the cannabis plant, there are over a hundred cannabinoids, not just CBD and THC, and all of them have an effect. All of them do something. So like for me, I had a lot of pain, a lot of tension. So I pick cultivars high in certain what they call terpenes, which are flavor and chemical molecules. Point is, Everything works better together. The plant, the whole plant is always going to be better for you than an extract. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like you could eat a vitamin C tablet or you could eat an orange. Mm -hmm. Same kind of deal. Mm -hmm. So if you're concerned about, you know, getting high in that feeling. Yeah. Then when you go to a dispensary or come to my house. Oh yeah. I'm coming to your house and having you cook for me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Then, I want to be there for that. Yeah, oh, no, it's both of us. Longer. and We're both going penny. Yes. Yeah. But you yeah. know, point is you can then pick and choose what's going to make you better. You don't have to get high, Yeah. but you can, you know, relieve tension. You can relieve pain. The body inside of us is a system called the endocannabinoid system. Every complex animal has this system. And when it's out of balance, you get aches and pains and cold and crabby and you're not horny and you hate people. Um, but when you're... <laughs> well, I, I, oh, whoa, just a minute. Did you she describe just, you? She just described me. I got you, Julie. Completely. No, I, I don't hate people, but... Oh my God. <laughs> Run that list again. What did you just say? 
If you have aches, and aches pains, you have pains. Right. You're crabby. Crabby. Not uh, horny. Yeah. Not horny. That's a problem. And you, and you hate people. Yes. Yeah. Okay. People. So what what would you prescribe for for me? <laughs> then, well, first in, of all, in, yeah. um, get on Tinder, Julie. But then <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, here's a secret. I, I do have a partner, but I, I haven't been we're really digressing now. Go ahead. What would of course you we are? What would you of course we're gonna go in all kinds of different directions? What is the best prescription? For the high energy people who don't want to get paranoid, yeah. but have few aches and pains right. and hate people. What would you <laughs> prescribe? Um, I would, if, if you're going to a dispensary and asking for something, tell the bud tender that you want a hybrid, something right in the middle. The sativa dominant cultivars are going to make you energetic and, you know, ready to vacuum the street. We don't want that because we're not for me. I need that. I know Penny. (laughs) I need to sleep. I need what is good for sleep. So what would be really good for you would be Indica dominant cultivar. I'm writing this down. Okay. How do you spell that? Indica. I-N-D-I-C-A. Exactly. Right. That's all you need. Indica dominant. Okay. Indica is the um, plant that tends to make you really hungry, really horny, really sleepy, and no more pain. Does that work for somebody like Julie who has a lot of anxiety? Yes. I'm just going to be real simple. Stay away from sativas. Okay. S-A-T-I-V-A. Stay away from that. Okay. And go with the indicas. Yes. And and I can't smoke. I'm not allowed to smoke anything. Okay. Uh, because I have one kidney and my doctor doesn't want anything being inhaled yeah but there are edibles right i make you gummies i'll make you so oh. many gummies i'm oh honey i'm in i'm in <laughs> damn you're easy <laughs> that's a cool thing mary not only are you like an, a chemist now but you're cooking all these things and you have your, mm. your own line of no. products not not mm-hmm. no but someday when i grow up that would be good. <laughs> that would be a while. Well, you have a cookbook. I, I was I was yeah. looking at your cookbook. Yeah, there's actually two of them. There's okay. the, the other one's on Amazon, and I don't really talk about it very much because it's just a CBD cookbook. The publishers got a hold of me and said, write a CBD cookbook. I'm like, okay. But, you know, it's like writing a book about Diet Coke as opposed to Coke. Right. I want the real thing. Yeah. You yeah. kind of yeah. do. We are talking to the cannabis queen, Mary White. <laughs> Mary, I'm just sitting here trying to take this all in. Okay. You had your hip surgery. You were ailing. You discovered a cure, not a cure, but a wonderful partner in feeling good again with cannabis. Yep. So explain then what is CBD? What is that part of it? Okay. CBD is just one of the cannabinoids inside the cannabis plant. And so people extract that for different lotions and well ointments and yeah. stuff, and it's it's you don't get high on it. No, there's no psychoactive effect. But mm-hmm. the issue with CBD, unless you buy it from a dispensary or from or you make your own from hemp, is that because cannabis is a soil cleaner, the whole plant is a soil cleaner. Everything that's in your dirt is in the plant. So if you get it from somewhere, maybe China, that um, doesn't grow organically or something like that, you can get a really bad CBD. It can be hot, which means it has THC in it. It can be dirty, heavy metals. 
So just going to the, you know, Bartels and buying the CBD, I would not recommend. If mm-hmm. all you want is CBD, you can go to a dispensary and get some. But mm-hmm. in actuality, you are always going to get a better effect with a full plant extract. They call it the entourage effect in, in cannabis, that all of those little thingies that are in the plant work together. Right? Can you get a cream with the full CBD? At the dispensaries. The full plant, you mean? Yeah, Yeah, the full plant effect in a cream form at the dispensaries. Yes. Okay. But because of the weird laws in this glorious state, call around is what I'm saying. Because a Mm -hmm. lot of dispensaries are only one one store. And in order (laughs) to sell anything that isn't THC-based, you have to have a different fucking building. Uh, What? Yeah. What? Yeah. So if you're selling God. T-shirts, books, THC, anything like that, or I mean CBD, it has to be in a different building. Oh, Lord. So, yeah, and how do you trust your dispenser? I mean, you got some like, you know, 25-year-old kid and they're going, dude, you know, I, I can give you this. How about that? I mean, how many states is cannabis legal right now? Um, medical states, 38. 38. And um, legal, legal, 23. Mm. That's that's progress. It's almost half. Yeah. Yeah. The thing that I always tell people, too, is that, again, it's not like taking a pill. You have to see what works for you. So like, Julie, if I gave made you some gummies and you ate one and you're like, oh, no, I get in that. Okay, fine. We just make them a little little different. Next yeah, time. maybe we should start low with me. Oh, we're gonna. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're goddamn virgin. I can't wait. <laughs> you got to come back when we got the new Julie. <laughs> I don't, I don't, not that I don't, I don't love you that. the way you are. No, I yeah, no, I'm okay during the day. I need that energy, but at night, as Penny knows, I am a terrible sleeper. I always have been. So it's nothing new. Huh. And, uh, you know, when you're in a profession of television news for 40 years, you pretty much have a lot of anxiety. You think? I mean, it's just, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but now, you know, life is, um, well, I'm, it's still crazy. I wouldn't have it any other way, but I need to sleep better. And I don't want to take, you know, all the, it, when yeah. I, when I tried melatonin, it did shit for me. It did nothing for me. Yeah. Ambient doesn't work for me. None of that stuff works for me. I think mother nature wants you to have plant medicine and mother white, mother Mary white, mother Mary comes to me. Yes, please. God help me. I wish we were doing video because Mary's face is so cute. She's so adorable. I know. She's also a very naughty girl. I know. Oh, let's talk about let's talk about naughty Mary. Yeah, because Mary, <laughs> I've always known you to be a horn dog, but um <laughs> well, but I see now, her Facebook post, my God. Yeah. Go, now go. that you are sort of reborn with your, your cannabis and no pain, uh, what the heck is going on in your life now, girlfriend? Yeah. I I'm just jealous listening to all your exploits here. Well, <laughs> First of all, your problem, Penny, is you're married to a like a, a whole nother human. <laughs> it does cramp your style. Yeah, no shit, right. girl. Well, you know, my horniness, and I'm very proud of it, but it sort of it sort of grew on me because I got rid of um well, my last long-term relationship was like four, four and a half years ago. And mm-hmm. nothing bad. And how long was that? How long was that relationship? 18 years. Okay. Yeah, I used to be. Yeah, I was very monogamous. And then there was eight. You And you remember Gray, Penny. Yeah, Yeah, sure. I was married to him for nine. And then I was married to my first husband for like 11. So I don't get married anymore. 
None of that. Mm-hmm. But no. what I discovered after I left, what's his name? And I started on <laughs> cannabis medicine, right? Also, ladies, just let me tell you that I've been on hormone replacement therapy since like the late 80s. Okay. I have no mm. internal organs. So all I've had since the late 80s. <laughs> you you have a couple internal organs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, okay. but we digress. Yeah. <laughs> since the late 80s all i've had coursing through my little system is estrogen so um so oh, wow. i'm just horny as fuck oh wow i never had menopause i never had any of that i'm like 16 years old in my crotch oh <laughs> lord yeah. i am so glad the fcc we are free we are unbridled <laughs> We are unrestricted. Wouldn't so many women love to be 16 in the crotch, though? I mean, yeah. what happens to libido and, yeah. you know, all our juiciness? And I know a lot of it's just due to hormone issues, but I can't ever go on hormone replacement therapy well, because of my uh, breast cancer. So that's not an yeah. option for me. So me either. Uh, I can't you know. because of my, you know, kidney. Yeah. I'm not allowed to take any estrogen. With so we go kidney. online dating. Is that what we need to do? I tell you, relationships. I don't think <laughs> our partners would uh, approve of that for some no, reason. Well, probably not. Ladies, let me tell you all the things I've learned since I started yeah. dating four and a half yes. years ago. Right? Yes. Um, first of all, E N M, ethical non-monogamy. That's a thing. Okay. Oh, whoa. So, like Penny, if you get like you know whatever you get a little bored with your handsome husband or whatever you can go sweetie let's discuss ethical non-monogamy i want to bone a 40 year old what do you say baby and you know maybe <laughs> oh oh i can't wait for penny to try that out on her husband yeah so- move on move on mary go okay. ahead. all right okay. yeah. so all right it's very different than you can even imagine I've been on Bumble and OkCupid and Tinder. And long story short, at this point, I now call myself Trinogamous because I have the same three and a half boyfriends. I have to just Trinogamous. So that's three three at once. Right. Not at once. Jesus, Julie, come on. No, that'd be too (laughs) many. Well, you said you were a horn dog, so I thought you could handle three. That would be very complicated. No, No, trinogamous. So I have three, actually three and a half boyfriends. Okay. Who's the half? Well, the half is I call him the international man of mystery because I only see him every few months because he travels a lot. That's perfect for me. Uh, okay, we... now this is all up front. You all know that you're not in relationship, monogamous oh. relationships, and it's all up front, and yep. everybody's cool. Yep, you talk, because I would never, I would never do that to a woman, you know, right. to mess with her man or be, no, uh-huh. we don't yeah. do that, right, yeah. ever. So there's an, it's ethical. Yeah. It's ethical. Yeah. Right. And, and, okay. and, you know, everywhere, well, everybody uses condoms and all that kind of stuff. You know, mm-hmm. no one's, I don't date stupid because that's no. silly. And, mm-hmm. and actually though, like I'm so busy right now with the cooking and stuff. I've usually mm-hmm. only got a couple of hours on Sunday afternoon. So whoever's available, come on by. <laughs> oh, oh Lord. Now, have you ever, have you ever had a relationship with a woman? No, you know, Julie, I tried it once and I like Dick, you know? <laughs> okay, just, that's no. it. We're done. No, no. Like, no. Just give me a minute. See my earring? Do you what see is your what earring? Is? is it a little tiny penis? Yes. Oh, oh Lord. Oh, Hanging girl. on yeah. my ear. 
Yeah. I'm not oh. surprised. I wish I could say I was surprised, but I'm not. But you're not. I've <laughs> shown you a long time, Mary. <laughs> she likes. She All right. Likes. So you're in three ethical, non-monogamous relationships. Three and a half. And a half. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you find these guys? Is it all online dating? And, yes. and isn't that kind of scary to just, well, I mean, we hear about so many online dating scams. Yeah. How are you being careful? And what have you, have you ever been close to a relationship with somebody who was a scoundrel, a real scammer type guy? Yes. And I'll tell you, and I think this happens way more than we realize because you know, okay, I'm just going to speak for women. You get out of a long-term relationship. You're used to things being a certain way. Oh, you know, we're yeah. going to text each other at lunchtime. You know, you have a mindset. And so I'm out here thinking everything's great. And I feel everybody loves everybody. And I'll find the perfect person. You have to approach online dating carefully and methodically. One guy, when I first started out, there was one guy handsome, charming, right? And you always look him up. I looked him up on LinkedIn. Oh, doctor of this and blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay. He's real, right? So we're talking on the phone. He's got an English fucking accent. I mean, come <laughs> on. Yeah. Oh, I'm <laughs> dropping my pants right now, right? Oh, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> <laughs> but I did not oh, drop my pants. Lord, why haven't I met you before now? Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. But what happened was we're talking and then, oh, gee, he's got to go to Turkey to set up, a, to build a shopping mall, but it's the last one he's going to build before he comes back here. Turkey? Right? Oh, Turkey. oh, scam. Okay. Scam, yeah, right. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. okay, right. So then the next communication is, oh, I'm in Turkey and um, I need five MacBooks. Can you, and here, here's the, the page and he, you know, and s get these and send them to me. Oh Lord. I'm like, and yeah. you pay for them. Yeah. I yeah. said, well, yeah. if you send me the money, I'd be glad mm -hmm. to do that. But I'm pretty sure they had the internet in Turkey, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, no, oh, that's a scam. Oh, yeah. That's a scam. So then I called it on it, called him on his bullshit. He's mm -hmm. like, oh, you'll be sorry. You missed out. I was going to buy you a car. And I'm like, fuck you. You know, oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. I don't want wow. your car. So, but most of them have been successful for you. Well, the first couple years, there were some strange ones, you know. Yeah. There was oh, do tell. Well, there was the 32-year-old. So that was just weird, you know. Whoa, baby. He was the first one, too. I'm like, oh, hell, I'm going to try. Oh, I remember. I think we had lunch and you were telling me about this guy. Yeah, it was a trip. 32. What's not to like? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, really nice kid, but, you know, go away. Nice anyway, <laughs> I mean, when they're younger than your children, it's Yeah, weird. that's probably not. Yeah. 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 Oh. I, did one, I did one of those once. How'd that go? Well, I met him at a grocery store and I went up to this guy and I said, you remind me of my son. And this is like 15 years ago. Yeah. And he said, well, I'm not your son. Oh, and yeah, we ended up, we ended up doing it. He was 24. Get down. Never mind. Moving Mary White. We're talking to Mary White. Julie, no, no, wait, what? Julie. What? So that was it just a one time only one time thing. Ooh, that yeah. was it. Okay. I wanted to know what it, what it was like, but, but Mary, you're, you know, when, when I tried online dating before I ended up with uh, my partner now, mm -hmm. most of the men I met were like on work release. Oh, Julie. I mean, they were like, they would come with stained oh. shirts no, no. and coffee, you know, and it, they were just 
No, but for you, it's been a combination, right? Well, yeah. And you do bring up a good point, you guys, that online dating, like any dating, really, you know, you gotta, you gotta kiss a lot of frogs and a lot of the, I mean, not men specifically, but okay, men learn how to take a damn picture. I don't want to see <laughs> yes. your gut. I don't want to. We see can make a fortune nose. just taking pictures for men's <laughs> online sites. <Right>. Seriously, <laughs> you know, you what's could, with the fish? Yeah, le- always holding a dead fish. But holding the fish. <laughs> Look at me. I'm a hunter gatherer. I got a. Oh my god. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see your car. I don't want to see no your dick car until I've seen your face. No, don't no, send God. the dick pics. <laughs> oh, I got so oh. many dick pics. <laughs> oh, oh, Mary, we'll have to look at those when you make dinner for us when we come over. <laughs> well, you know, yeah. After a couple, Julie, there they look the same. <laughs> oh, I, I wouldn't know. You have vastly more experience than I do. As uh, when I no comment. Penny's not saying anything Penny. you know mary I have, I have to say I, I i made a note about a phrase that i personally loathe you see it in commercials and all the creams they offer you for this and it's co- the anti-aging movement oh, don't you hate that i shit. hate that phrase yep and i think of you as the pro-aging yeah that we yeah. want to we want to age well and nobody i know is aging better than our mary white <laughs> uh, isn't that the truth she's yeah. an inspiration pro-aging oh, you guys mm-hmm. thank you we're gonna put your cute picture all over our social media okay. posts yes. so they can see so how cute you are oh yes you're adorable <laughs> well i want to put and, you guys on my social media because you're adorable too look at your favorite. thank you we're pretty cute we're pretty cute thank you mary i want you to sort of sum up for us where your life is right now where you're going and what can you tell us in sort of summation of uh the combination of uh, sex and drugs that you revel in well you know julie that's a really comprehensive and deep question and i can answer <laughs> it um with four words get high stay wet and, you know, that would pretty much um, sum it all up. <laughs> oh, right. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. The one ladies, only Mary White. Ladies, anyway, get high. <laughs> Stay wet. Oh, oh, I love you. Lord, Lord, Man. Lord. And where can people find your cookbooks and things, dear, before we go? MaryJWhite.com. MaryJWhite.com, right, honey? MaryJWhite.com. I'm going to go get some indica dominant Mm -hmm. and try and sleep with it. Yeah. And tell them what you need it for. Yes. Sleep. They should be able to help. Mary Wyatt. I love you. Thank you, Mary. We'll definitely talk again. (laughs) This is one of a kind conversation for sure. Love you. Get high. Stay wet. (laughs) Love you. you He splices. He dices. He makes Julie and I sound delicious. Our production director, Clem Daniels. 